From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the phone for the fans of Bleed Blue Show. Big Blue Roundtable Preview versus the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, BleedBlueShow.com is the website. And, of course, the Facebook fan page, the Bleed Blue Show. Instagram, Bleed Blue Show. Am I missing something? Oh, yeah, Twitter, Bleed Blue Show. Uh, for the platform. It, when you look at the Bleed Blue Show, it's not just Steve. Uh, Steve just kind of like, hey, you know, we're going to congregate. We're going to bring like-minded fans together. And that's what the Bleed Blue Show is all about. We're kind of like Voltron in that sense. So when we say, or when I say the Bleed Blue Show, it's not necessarily me, Steve, per se. It's actually the collective of like-minded fans that come on week to week, different sports platforms to talk, uh, you know, unbiasedly about their opinions on our teams. So tonight's episode is the football episode, and we're going to talk uh, matchup versus the Vikings. So uh, in, in this case, um, like we have done for, for several years, get your questions ready, all right? Because you know when it comes to me, um, at, get your questions ready as far as matchups on the field this Saturday of what we expect between the Giants and the Vikings, all right? Um, you know, it doesn't have to be heavy, you know, schematically. I mean, that would be great, but as far as what pieces or where could the Giants win this Saturday versus the Vikings? Where where can we exploit some holes versus the Vikings this Saturday? Or what do we have to look out from the other end as far as the Vikings coming against the Giants uh, on this week? Uh, real quick plugs, and then we're going to get this ball rolling, right? Uh, Tuesday, uh, we had a post game. Who the hell we play? Damn, just oh yeah, the Penguins, of course. <laughs> Sorry about that, the hockey guys. Uh, Tuesday we had the episode after the game. We we lost to the Penguins. That snapped our winning streak. Uh, but that 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 conversation was had on Tuesday, so you can go back to the archives of the Bleed Blue Show, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. You know, any streaming app that has the Bleed Blue Show, you can listen to that episode. Great uh, dialogue after losing to the Pittsburgh Penguins. I know I know the uh, Rangers got the Islanders right now as we speak. So as you know, no overtime for me. I'm watching uh, Rangers Islanders at the conclusion of this episode. Uh, Wednesday, the great infamous Knickerbocker Avenue or Knickerbocker Avenue on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, that was another loss we had. Uh, that snapped another winning streak. We talked uh, Raptors and uh, uh, Raptors and Knicks. The Raptors beat the Knicks last night, and, and Av uh, Knickerbocker Av led the discussion on the uh, Knicks losing, and that snapped our winning streak with that. Oh, by the way, uh, one more thing. Um, Ranger Proud, uh, Forever Blue Shirts, and Empire Sports Media. Give him a follow. Read his articles. Give him a shout. Give him some uh, feedback on his his, uh, his writings. He would definitely love that. And, of course, you know, on on the social medias, give him a holler on the hockey tip. Say different Nickelbacca average the hoops in the NBA. But today is uh, Vikings week, Saturday. A lot of Saturday games, Christmas Eve. Um, and we will uh, see what happens because – uh, I think we there was a little bit of a, um, uh, you know, we heard a little bit of the, remember, I had asked stakeholders when I came on, after we beat uh, Washington, you know, remember we were on late Sunday night after we beat Washington, and we were talking a little bit about 
Oh, I, I didn't know. I didn't watch the game because I didn't. At that point, I had not watched the Vikings comeback. I didn't even know about the comeback. I, I all I knew that when I saw the game, or I picked up the game at the time. Uh, Indianapolis was only up one touchdown, but I had no idea they were up thirty three nothing. So I had to go back and watch that game. On uh, maybe was it Monday? I think it was Monday because Monday we had no show. Yeah, Monday. I took some time and and really went through what happened. And there's some things in this game I really want to hone on on as far as the matchup versus the Vikings. Um. So, like I said, bring your questions. I got my questions. I, I wrote, like, maybe – I told you guys on that episode on on, um, on Sunday after we beat Washington, like, I already had two questions in mind. I actually added, like, maybe a couple of more. And especially when I looked through uh, some of the research uh, versus the Vikings, uh, I, I'll just say right now before we get the stakeholders on, because we're going to have a nice dialogue on who you – no, know, who's playing, who's not playing, who to watch up for. Uh, if you, you know, for the, for the Vikings, um, whew, man, offensively, they're top 10. You know, not the greatest at top 10, but they could put up a lot of yards and they could score a lot of points. I mean, it, you got to be a somewhat of a good offense if you're down 33 nothing. But I think defensively, they are really, they have a lot of holes, the Minnesota Vikings. Now, where, 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 where do they have holes? Um, defensively against the run, they're not good. They're actually bottom of the league in that. And remember a guy by the name of Dalvin Tomlinson who was drafted by the Giants, and he, we let him go sort of like we did with Linval Joseph. Now he's on the Minnesota Vikings. He's uh, splitting snaps uh, in, the, in the trenches with the, uh, the defensive tackle uh, with Harrison Phillips of, of, uh, of the Vikings. We have some um, matchups. We could, we, there's a chance in this game. I'll put it like that. I will go through more of the stats, but let's get the guys and guys on. I've been rambling for about six, seven minutes now. Let's get everybody on, and, and let's talk this out. Lady Blue, I hope you have your questions lined up. Say hello to the people. How are you doing? Hello, people. I'm not going to do much talking today only because I've had a sore throat for two days, and I'm hoping I'm not going to get sick, but... I'm here. Uh, I love my Bleed Blue family, and I can't wait till we uh, talk about this game. All right, cool. Oh, definitely have some – if you're not going to do a lot of talking, I hope you have some answers for us. Let's see. I think this is racing, man. Hope, happy ho- – oh, happy holidays to you, by the way, Lady Blue. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that stuff. And, Ray, I think this Thank is you, Thank you, man. darling, you but we're going to talk on Saturday after the game, so it's okay. Oh, oh, oh that, that's another thing. No, we're not. <laughs> there is no post game this Saturday. I forgot to mention that. There they will be no post game. Oh, you know, uh, yep. This is the last episode of 2022 on the Bleed Blue Show. We will have a week off starting after the conclusion of this episode. Our next episode will be in 2023. No post game Saturday. That I'm glad you mentioned that. No post game Saturday. Uh, and oh, by the way, and, and shout outs to Chris. And I know some of you guys and gals have been reaching out to him. Uh, you know, dire times with him and his family, and uh, you know, definitely keep your thoughts and prayers with him uh, as he goes through it. I mean, we've all gone through it at some point, and we all know the feeling. So, it's, it's, you know, just keep it t- dire straits with it. Ray, what's up, man? How you doing? What's good, family? What's going on, everybody, man? I, I know I haven't been on a little bit. My bad, but I'm here today, man. We're gonna talk about these Giants, man. Talk about this game. All right, man, because I got, I got, because I know Lady Blue and Racing are 
really going to come with that Giants perspective. I got to add balance and give that Minnesota perspective. So, um, oh, oh, by the way, let me one more thing and before we get we go back to this game and we'll get Lady Blue's thoughts, top level, Ray's thoughts, top level. I'll, I'll ask some questions. Um, the four games, the pickums. Um, it will, you know, I'll, I'll do it again in about forty minutes. But Jaguars at the Jets, Commanders at the Niners, uh, Eagles at Cowboys, and Giants at Vikings. So those are the four games, and I'll, I'll, I'll definitely read that off again later on and, and give the standings of the confidence points with a couple of weeks left in this uh, uh, regular season. All right, Lady Blue, um, you know, big win on, on Sunday. Versus the Commanders, you're on. You were on the post game, and I mean, I think that was one. You know, the Sunday Night Football national TV. We we all rejoiced, and we had a celebration for one night and one night only this past Sunday. Now we move on in a short week uh, to you know we go to Minnesota. And you, a lot of you guys and gals did mention that big comeback that Minnesota had. So I guess what I'll ask you this top level. How do you look at this game, how Minnesota came back from 33 nothing, and then also the Giants' emotional win in Washington for their first division game? How do you think this is going to go based off what you've seen recently from both teams? And then we'll go to Ray after that and get thoughts. All right. Well, I watched the entire uh, Minnesota game. So, yeah, at 33 nothing at halftime, I was like, dang, I just hope they're not going to get blown out. And then to watch them be that composed and just kick ass in the third and fourth quarter to come back and tie it, let alone to go into overtime, I was pretty damn impressed. And I was thinking to myself, damn, we got to play them next week, and we haven't even been able to put up 30 points. So I'm hoping that our defense can get to Kirk Cousins. I hope we can slow down Justin Jefferson because they had no answer for him at all and Dalvin Cook. I mean, and and feeling too. I mean, they've got a really good team, and I I hope we can figure out a game plan. I hope Wink Martindale doesn't become Stink Martindale and figure out how to stop that offense because they're pretty damn good to be able to come back. I mean, they said that was the greatest NFL comeback right now in NFL history because the one prior to that was 32 points, and this one was 33, only by a point. But still, that's a hell of a comeback. Um, I am interested to see how our guys are going to team up against them. I know Landon Collins is now brought up and he's going to be on the team full time, I heard. I mean, it'll be good to see him back. Um, They did say they released Craig Crowder, but they re-signed him again to the practice squad. But And I don't even know really who – I mean, I know Adoree Jackson's still out and what McKinney's still out. But I'm hoping that our defense can, you know, rile them up like we did last week. I think Thibodeau is going to have an awesome day again, and I'm hoping he does because he was received the game ball from me on Sunday. Let me tell you, he kicked ass on Sunday. And I just hope that on all three cylinders, you know, office, defense, and special teams, we can just kick it up and, and just do something. <clears throat> I mean, I just – we really need – Basically, we control our own destiny right now because if we can win, we're in. I mean, so I'm hoping. I'm confident. I'm thinking. But then again, we also have been around and we've loved our team for years and we all have to think in the back of our heads which Giants team is going to show up. 
to this game because we have not been very consistent in anything. And I'm hoping that we can see consistency, less penalties, and, you know, more improvement. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Oh, oh, no, no, it's cool. Um, all right. That's a, I got that's some great points. I wrote it down. And I'm gonna come back to these because like, these are great starting points for this episode. This, this is you laid down the foundation, uh, Lady Blue. Uh, how to we're gonna dig deeper into all these points I wrote down. What you said about Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Landon Collins, Tate Crowder, practice squad. Uh, oh well, well, cut and then resign to the practice squad. Uh, yeah, and in our cornerbacks situation, these are great, excellent foundations we could we could build off on this episode. Let's go to Ray get his thoughts, and I'm gonna do the same thing. Get. Notes from him. Ray, what's up, man? Uh, how do you look at uh, matchup versus the Vikings this week? You know, in, in particular, what I just said to Lady Blue, or I asked Lady Blue, where the Vikings coming back from a big comeback and then also the Giants with a big win in Washington. Like, how do you see two worlds colliding this Saturday on Christmas Eve? Well, I mean, I, that was a crazy comeback. I mean, but. People got to realize the Colts are a disaster this year. So they got a great defense, but their offense is just – they don't have a quarterback because, you know, Matt Ryan is washed up basically. So for Minnesota to come back on them, that should tell you something about the Colts. So – but it was a great comeback, though. I'll give them that. Now, as far as our matchup with us, I, I mean, it's going to be tough because Justin Jefferson is going to be our kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? Like – he that the guy's pulling off phenomenal numbers this year. He's unstoppable, and then you also got to worry about Dal- Dalvin Cook. So it, it, it's it, it, something's gonna have to give in the game. I, I feel that my 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 play to watch out for on the Giants is gonna be how Landon Collins Landon Collins does at at linebacker because they're gonna put him on all special packages as linebacker. That's going to be my key focus on the defense. It's going to be what what they what they going to do with Landon Collins and how is he going to fare? Because <clears throat> I mean Minnesota got some weapons on offense, and uh, it's going to take a lot for us to to really like clamp it down and and hold it down, and we want to win this game. So this is going to be a tough game, but my focus to me is going to be Landon Collins on that defense and what they're going to do with him. Okay. Uh, you have any more before we uh, go to uh, Billy Bob, who has joined us, and we'll get uh, his summary thoughts before we dig deep into all you guys' points and, and on this matchup. Anything else you'd like to add, uh, 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 Ray? I, I just want to ask everybody the question, like, how does everybody feel about Landon Collins' point, point – the Giants pulling them in as as a sub linebacker, whatever the case may be. Like, how does everybody feel about that? I think he's gonna do. I think he's gonna do great because you know he he, he can cover. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's not he's not he's he's better against the run than he is against pass. But I just want to get everybody's take. How's everybody feel about him taking that spot on the defense? And what do people expect for him to do? All right, let's do this. Before we bring on Billy Bob, Lady Blue, you want to t- answer? You want to answer Ray's questions since you were just speaking, and we could get your answer right away before we go to Billy Bob. 
I think Landon's going to be just fine. Like I said, he spent – I mean, he always did want to come back. I mean, why we got rid of him, I don't know. And that was a, a, a ghetto bum thing, I believe. But he's happy to be back, and he's always said in interviews and stuff that he can't wait to prove himself back on the field. So I think he still wants – I mean, last week when, we, when he played against his old team, you can see it, that he was fired up and he wanted to prove himself to the Giants. So I think he's going to do that again. But another thing I also wanted to ask the, everyone is, our biggest kryptonite for any game that we've played this year are the tight ends. We need to have answers for tight ends. And I know their tight ends, what is it, Hawkinson and Hollister, I think they did awesome last week. And you know me, and I've said it every week, I can't stand Fabian Moreau, number 37, but we don't have anyone that can replace him right now, but our corners need some help. So I'm hoping that we can keep up with the tight ends and and you know when we do, when they do the RPOs we need to just we need to watch our asses we really do but going back I think Collins is just going to be fine but then again it also goes back to which Giants team is going to show up you know we've been super inconsistent. Um yeah well I, I let me give you that quick answer about the Landon Collins situation we talked about that remember years ago on the show Lady Blue why he was not signed. See, Landon Collins is a, a downhill safety, uh, in-the-box safety, but he wanted top safety money, meaning, like, if you're going to get top safety money, you got to do it all. Like, you have to be a great tackler in the box. you got to be great coming, you know, if, in blitz situations and also coverage. We, we all talked about it for years where Landon Collins was never really a great cover safety, although it's crazy how I'm saying that since it's in the same breath, like, I go to the game. In London in 2016, he returns a, a pick six for a touchdown against the Rams. <laughs> but uh, but he doesn't have many of those moments as a top safety. So the right decision was made to allow a team like Washington to overpay for Landon Collins' services, and we uh, you know we we get a, a value level safety from the draft. Or, or free agency because if we didn't, I mean, the Giants already had salary cap issues going back to from 2016 now to today. So that's why we didn't pay Landon Collins. We'll, we'll get into that more. And I, I want to address that TJ Hawkinson uh, point you made. Cause actually that's part of my thoughts on today's game. Billy Bob. Hey, what's up, man? Now I want your extended thoughts on the, your thoughts on the game, on the matchup versus the Vikings, like specific things you're going to be looking forward for the game's matchup. But Ray just asked a great question about, he asked about what do you feel about Landon Collins at, you know, as a linebacker in sub packages and, and lady blue just brought up uh, that her point as well. Uh, if you could answer those two, those two points as far as TJ Hawkinson for the, you know, covering tight ends this week and anything you have to the, ta- the round table for the matchups. And then uh, I'll write those down and we'll go back around and, and keep this conversation going. All right, like uh, I guess, like uh, like we always been saying, we 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 had high hopes of Landon Collins playing linebacker. We always thought that he could have been playing linebacker for us. They never doubted. I mean, that's no no big like oh he can't do it, but we know he can. And uh, and I think he probably will be a good tight end cover. I mean, he probably could cover the tight end very good if you really look at it. If if it depends on how we use it. And far as uh. 
far as like matchup, I just want to. Uh, I, I don't know. I just want to sleep on Kirk Cousins. Can can we not sleep on Kirk Cousins? Because I'm not saying he know us, and it's not like I'm not saying he knows the Giants because everything changed, everything up. But I don't know what's our record against Kirk Cousins. But I know is. I mean, he probably have a good feel. He probably got a good feel for the Giants. But I'm not saying. I'm just looking at him like. I hope he doesn't beat us. And I'm and we're looking at the uh the running back and the wide receivers and tight ends. I'm just hoping that Kirk Cousins don't actually go out there and just do us in because we are sleeping on Kirk Cousins. But right now it's it's like how I'm looking at it is like it's one of the games that we just gotta just watch and see what happens and see what goes down. Because it's just it's it's so much of things that could happen. And you don't know what kind of Giants team we're going to get. We don't even know what kind of Vikings team we're going to get. We don't know what Vikings we're facing. We don't know what Vikings team we're facing right now. So that's the, that's the beauty of this here. So it's like we're going in with our eyes closed and hoping for the best. But as far as any matchup, I just hope. I mean, I, what I'm looking at is really to me, I think it's more like our defense versus Kirk Cousins. I can't really say about Je- uh, Jefferson, and I don't know about Dalvin Cook. I just want to know, can we shut down Kirk Cousins? Because if he gets going, I think we might can, we probably have a long day. But if we can shut down Kirk Cousins and have and probably try to make him one dimensional, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good thing. Make him one dimensional if that's a hard thing to do. But it's like we got to pick out. We got to pick out points. Either we either we're going full lot to start the run game with Kurt, uh, Dalvin Cook, or we or we trying to start the pass again. I just hope that we can make them one dimension. That's all I'm looking for. And Clint Howe hopes that we really get after Kirk Cousins because if we can get him to be Kirk Cousins, oh man, that'll be great, man. But as far as the Atlanta Collins stuff, man, it's not. I mean, it it, it, it I mean, I would love him to have a playing linebacker because it's something new. So that's my thing. Let me. Can I ask you a question about the Kirk Cousins? What you're saying? You said not sleep on Kirk Cousins. What's the magic number uh, passing yards for Kirk Cousins to make sure he doesn't go off? Like, where do we have to contain him? Is it because they're top what? They're they're top five in passing this year. Like they're like number four, number five, about two eighty yards a game, right? Uh, Kirk Cousins. What's the magic number to keep them in check? See, I need to know what the. I, I don't know the road and home, but so that could make a big difference too. So I would assume the home passing has been more, uh, more you know, statistically favorable for Kirk. I could be wrong, but, but what, what's the magic number for you, Billy Bob, on Kirk Cousins? Like, what what is what do we have to do to contain him or not sleep on him? I would say we have to keep him at two hundred and under. If I think he if, if he reached the two fifty well we say, whoa, wow. If he hits two fifty I think if he gets two fifty he throwing three he throwing three touchdowns. Cause Kirk Cousins can confront run like a mug. If you let Kirk Cousins get two fifty and he knows he can front run. He's a, that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying. Like we got to keep running because he can really front run. Cause if he hit two fifty he damn they're gonna hit three hundred. And we know if Kirk Cousins is good for a three hundred yard game. Let's not let's not act like so my whole thing is can we keep him at two hundred with two interceptions? Can we get that Kirk Cousins? But if he hit two fifty, I, I and listen, if he hit two fifty, we're in for a long day. 
Okay. Okay. Front runner, bro. He is. He is. He he's a guy that. Like we go back to the game Lady Blue watched last week, and I watched. You know, I kind of fast forward the tape after watch after the game played. I watched the replay of it. I just had to fast forward a lot of parts, see how the Colts got that lead. He does a lot of stat padding, um, so he stat padding at Colts team. So that is true. I will give you if that's what you mean by front running. He, he has that because they played a soft coverage. The Colts played a lot of soft coverage in that game. But I will give him credit this year in the sense of he's had some big games. Like the big game, uh, Billy Bob, Lady Blue, and Ray, that Buffalo game impressed the fuck out of me. Uh, If you guys remember, Vikings went to the Bills about a month ago, and they went and won that game in overtime. That was that's, That's probably his best game in his career. That I could think of. Maybe, okay, maybe the one he went to uh, New Orleans and, and, and he got the playoff win. That's, a, that's in there. That's in that conversation, too. But, but regular season-wise, when they went to Buffalo and that environment and come back and, and, and won that game, oh, he, he, he showed a lot of poise against that Bills defense. Um, yeah, let me uh, piggyback off of some of you guys' points and answer some of your questions, and then I'll, I'll put my two cents in. Uh, yeah, ready to answer your question about Landon Collins. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the reason why the Giants signed him. I mean, they, they cut Blake Martinez at the uh, the start of the year because of salary cap situations. You know, they got to save some money. And then um, Landon Collins is here specifically, specifically to get in that backfield. You saw a little bit of that in the Washington game on Sunday night. Uh, he's a downhill uh, he's always been the downhill tackler, uh, Alabama, of course, his first four years with us. Uh, that's why he's here. So, yeah, he, that, there's no other reason why he's on the team other than to make tackles, specifically tackles for losses, and then in the backfield. Now, Dalvin Cook, let me go back to that point. You know, most te- a lot of teams that we've been seeing, and especially since the bye week, they've been two back offices. Like, Detroit have gashed us with that. Uh, Dallas kind of gashed us with that as well on Thanksgiving. But this particular Vikings team is predominantly carries by Dalvin Cook. They run, they live and die by him running the rock. And I heard Lady Blue's points, and I think Ray brought it up with Justin Jefferson. And this, this was like obviously the number one issue where we're going to have against the Vikings office this week. And my answer is this, we double teams up Justin Jefferson. Okay, you double the teams up Justin Jefferson. Then what happens? Now, this is where it gets a little, you know, tricky because um, even though uh, Lady Blue brought up TJ Hawkinson and he's going to the Pro Bowl, he's actually been uh, selected to go to the Pro Bowl along with Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. Uh, He's more of a – I mean, he'll catch passes over the middle, but he's more of their red zone target threat. So when teams double-team Justin Jefferson in the end zone – there's a there's one on one matches for T.J. Hawkinson. He's been benefiting off that Justin Jefferson uh, uh, situation as far as coverage. But go back to this Colt game. There's a guy by the name of K.J. Osborne. All right, this guy had a career day versus the Colts last week. So the Colts, what they did was put a lot of emphasis on Justin Jefferson last week. But the guy by the name of K.J. Osborne, and they kind of shaded to Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen has kind of, I would call him regression, but he's not the same Adam Thielen what we once knew when he was with Stephon Diggs. K.J. Osborne went for 10 receptions, 157 yards, by far his best game of his career last week versus the Colts. 
that's the matchup. All right, that's what I'm going to be particularly looking at when I see this game because yeah, the answer Wink Martindale. There's no there's no one on one situation. We don't have a lot down corner, so you're going to have to add coverage to Justin Jefferson's side of the field. I, the Giants should go man. I know Lady Blue doesn't like me saying that, but we do not have a cornerback situation where we should be playing man coverage or bump and run coverage or man coverage. No way. Absolutely not. Double team wow. zone and that back end of that. Uh, I mean, but, but his, this is where it gets interesting for our side of things. What the Colts do not have is what the Giants have been gaining steam and which I like. This is what makes this matchup interesting. We have gained a little bit more traction. You know, LB, you heard me say it on the Sunday game uh, after the game that Kayvon Thibodeau, has it has shown a lot of new life, and I think a lot of Giant fans in general kind of missed the boat on this, where the defensive line for the first time all year has played together, meaning Ojulari, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau. That was the first time we've seen them all at the same time at one game all season, and you could literally – you this is like almost the junior version of Tuck, Yuminyora, Strahan. They're not as good as those guys, but they have a lot of flashes in them. Meaning Dexter Lawrence is going to the Pro Bowl. If Leonard Williams would have stayed healthy, he's probably he might still make the Pro Bowl. Kayvon Thibodeau is benefiting from the return of Ozzy's Ojulari. That is, I mean, you don't have to necessarily blitz all the time like they were earlier before the bye week. You could bring pressure off both edges. So the Vikings are going to have to make a decision. A strong side, weak side, blitz pickup versus the Giants this week. The Giants' pass rush is, get, is, is starting to cook. And, and, and you know, you got to worry about Dalvin Cook on run situations because the Giants have no linebackers. You, that's where Landon Collins is going to have to make tackles because Dalvin Cook, he will split tackle blocks. And next thing you know, he's on the second level. He's a very tough uh, tackle because he hits the the seams, he hits the uh, the creases of blocks very well. He reads them very fucking well, um, and that is you know I I, I I it wouldn't surprise me if he ran for 120 on this because of, of our personnel situation. But uh, I want to say one more point, and I want to go back to Lady Blue. Watch out for KJ Osborne uh, because whoever's the alternate, uh, if it's Pinnock, uh if it's uh, you know Fabian Moreau. Who is going to be matched up one-on-one on that side of the field who had a monster week? And I think Kirk Cousins is starting to see a little camaraderie with that third receiver. But the defense, let me say, I'm going to go back to Lady Blue and I'll say this. The, the Vikings defense is not good. And, and then where it's really weak is where we are really strong is our run offense. If we held our blocks, now this is where it favors us, we should have our way against that defensive front versus the Vikings. They're not good against the run this year. They're like bottom of the league in run defense. Um, you know, so Lady Blue, uh, you heard our, all of our thoughts. Uh, we've seen Minnesota get destroyed at home versus the Cowboys 40-3, but we see them down 33 to nothing and come back. But I will say this, the Colts don't have the pass rush that the Giants do at this point. So I think we have a good chance of making this game interesting. And, and add to the fact, Lady Blue, the Colts, I mean, not the Colts, the Vikings won the division. So that's why I asked the question to Carl and all you guys, what do they have to play for? They're gunning for that number two seed in the, in, for home field for two games in the playoffs. 
so Lady Blue, what are your thoughts? You heard my, my me speak. You heard Ray speak. You heard Billy Bob speak. Uh, he said keep Kirk Cousins uh, to uh, un, uh, to two hundred and under. I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen unless we knock him out of the game or something. What are your thoughts after hearing everybody speak? And anything else you'd like to add? And then we go to Ray. We go back to Billy Bob. That's a good point that you brought up. That they already won the division. So who? I mean, that is a really good point. But you're right about. I mean, yeah, their run defense sucks, but also don't forget the way our team plays. We always play down to our opponents. We never, we can never hit that higher level or that higher gear for some reason, and I don't know why, and that's what I wish we would do. But, yeah, if, if our offense can hold that defense, Barclay will be able to make holes because he's been cutting and jumping I mean, he's been on fire because he also wants to prove himself also. But, but yeah, like I said, um, and, yeah, you did bring up a good point about Osborne. He kicked ass last week, too. I mean, they all did. But, yes, also because the Colts aren't really that great, but neither are the Texans. And look at everyone they've played up against, even the Tech. I mean, so to me, just because they're 1-13 and 13 or whatever the hell they are, they haven't lost by that much, and they've been playing really hard. So, again, it depends on what Giants team is actually going to show up this time. We, we, I mean, it's a week-to-week thing. That's the one thing that also pisses me off about our team is the lack of consistency. Um, but, yeah, you've got um, excellent points. I mean, if, if you said if we, if we double-team Jefferson, that'll leave the tight ends open or that'll leave someone else open. So, our defense needs to be stellar and not make the stupid mistakes. I mean, what pisses me off more than anything about Fabian Moreau is he leaves too much of a cushion. I mean, the, anyone that goes up against him, you don't see Moreau until like five yards after he catches the damn ball sometimes because he's just not there. But we we need secondary help. We really do. But I think Collins will be that person. I'm hoping he will be. And Thibodeau, I mean, he said it best last week when they said, how do you like uh, playing on primetime? And he said, primetime loves me. And he proved it. <laughs> I mean, we broke, uh, we broke our sh- our streak. We were, what, 0-10 on primetime? I mean, even so, I mean, DJ went 0-7 or 0-8 on primetime. This is his first win on primetime, so... I said it all depends on what part of our team is showing up. If they show up, the team that won last week, the fired-up team, then, yeah, we've got a hell of a chance to win. But if we show up half-assed and and lazy and sloppy and forget how to tackle and all this other stupid crap, then we're in for a long alcoholic day. (laughs) I mean, because, you know, being a Giants fan, you, you have to drink because they just make us drink. I mean, <clears throat> but I just, I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. I'm I'm hoping um, that we can win because, like I said, we control. I mean, it says the Giants can win with this, this, and this, and this happening. But, no, we control our own destiny right now. And if we can win, we can do it. And, you know, I have faith in the team. But like I said, it depends on who shows up. Can, can I ask you a question? I'm going to ask everybody the same question. Let me ask you this question, sure. uh, Lady Blue. 
the letdown game, what was more of a letdown game? I, I don't I, I mean, I, I can see it both ways. The Lion game or the Eagle game? Eagle. I don't care who wins okay, our I, division. I, we have to win our division games. But we, we I would not have. Um, we need to play them better. And you never know. Since we played them the last week, they might be sitting there starters, and we may have a chance to, to actually get that game in. All right, the reason why I bring that up, because I wasn't on with you guys when we came off the bye versus Detroit, and Detroit came to us, and I at the time, I thought Detroit was the letdown game, but I got to give Detroit credit, and this is the reason why I'm bringing them up, because they put a beating on the Vikings more recently since the last time we played them. So I was looking at, okay, maybe we shouldn't be sleeping on the lines like that. They've had some – I mean, they lost to Washington. They lost to Seattle. But they had some good wins in there, and, and includes beating us in MetLife. And they also beat the Vikings handedly. So yep. uh, I, I, that's why I wanted to kind of re- – because when I first heard when we lost to them, I was like, damn, the Lions? But they are – and they, they've actually came back in the game versus the Bears, and, but they did it to the Vikings. And I want to say, okay, all right. You know, there's something there that, okay, what does the Lions have that we have that we could exploit the Vikings? And they have a pass rush. The Vi- I mean, the Lions have a pass yes, rush. they do. And that got the Kirk Cousins. I, the Colts don't have that. Yes, the, the Lions do have a pass rush, but also they're 7-7, seven and seven, so they're really not that bad this year. They really aren't. I mean, they, they have good games and bad games, too. I mean... But when it comes to who we should win, always our division comes first. I don't, I don't care who else we play. We need to get better at beating our own division. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, that's what I'm saying. Um, I agree yeah. with that. Like, that was a big letdown. Game. They just did not show up against Philly. And Philly was just superior talent across the board. But the reason why I bring up Detroit is they beat the Vikings recently. They went to MetLife and beat the Jets. Remember, they, they had a fourth and one that beat the Jets. They had, like, a big scamper on a, a running catch after, you know, late in that game. But, yeah, uh, let's go to Ray. Ray, what are your any additional thoughts on this matchup? What are you looking for? Like, how do you want to handle Justin Jefferson? You, if you double-team, who's the cornerback you want to have on an island versus the alternate uh, receivers for the Vikings? What about defensively for the Giants, what the Vikings should be looked out, you know, be looking out for? Anything else you'd like to add? Or if you want to ask a question, Lady Blue or Billy Bob, and feel free, man. And then we go to Billy Bob after that. Steve, first off, you made an excellent point about Kayvon Thibodeau. That kid is special. He's been showing flashes all season, but that game last week against the Commanders, he showed, he let the world know he's going to be a, 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 a he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in, in in the league. The kid is phenomenal. I mean, his football IQ is ridiculous for a rookie. Like the stuff I've seen him do for a rookie is like wow, it's mind blowing. And and I'm just glad that. He's now that um 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 the other dude's back. Other dude gonna get double teamed. Guess what? Kayvon's gonna be open, and he's gonna be able to get to the quarterback more. So it's gonna be more opportunities for him. Um, as far as um Justin Jefferson, we 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 can't double team him because Kirk Cousin has other weapons besides Jefferson. So we double team Jefferson. Tight end's gonna get open. The other receivers will get open. So it's gonna be. 
Oh man, the and the Giants. <laughs> you, you don't think, yo, I, yo, I'm telling you, Steve, I, 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 I want to say play man, but uh, we don't really have the, the the right corners to play man. So it's gonna be a tough game. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, but, be careful, man. You got Lady Blue on the line. She don't want to hear that shit. I know, right? Lady Blue, like that <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> But it's like, All right, know, I heard it's, nothing. It's, I heard nothing. <laughs> but it, it, it's it's gonna be tough though. I mean, cause um, you know, it, it's gonna be tough. But um, we just gotta hang in there with them. And I feel that you made a great point earlier too, um, Steve. With we should just have both linebackers just have two linebackers rush the quarterback and everybody else back in coverage. You know what I'm saying? I think that'll be our best bet because. Cousins, man, he got weapons, and um, if he goes over 200 yards, 250, oh, he's going to eat us up. So we just need to cut down a little bit on the blitzes because, I mean, I know I know, Wink is lit by a blitz, <laughs> die by a blitz, but, you know, he, he needs to slow it down a little bit. This game is going to be more about coverage, and I think the Giants, don't be surprised, Steve, if the Giants go run heavy because – of because it, um Vikings um rushing defense is not all that great. So I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if the Giants go run heavy in this game. You know what I'm saying? And the way Saquon's been playing, I say give him the rock. Let let him run it. Let him let's let's shove it down their throats. And I, I think that'll be our best bet. But as far it's gonna it's gonna be a tough matchup, but if the Giants can't hang in there, put pressure on Kirk Cousins, we might have a chance to win this game, man. That's all I got. Uh, cool. Shout out to Ray. We'll go to Billy Bob. But Lady Blue, I want you to do me a favor, Lady Blue. And we go to Billy Bob uh, on his on his thoughts. But Ray brought up the Kirk Cousin numbers, and and and, and uh, Billy Bob mentioned it on his first go around about the numbers or passing yards to contain Kirk Cousins for this week. Lady Blue, do me a favor. You 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 sent me the last I don't know seven games of Kirk Cousins passing. Let's read them off to Billy Bob. Can you do that for me, if you don't mind? I'll let you do the honors. All right, let me see. Let me go back to that. Bear with me. Yeah, yeah. Find it again. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's, let's go back game by game for Kirk Cousins. And, I, and I'll show you. The Jet game is staring it right in my face because that's the number. That, if you remember that game, the Jets went to the Minnesota about a couple of weeks ago. And that Jets could have won that game. They were in that game. And look at how many passing yards Kirk yeah. Cousins had. And I watched some in that game. I didn't watch all that game, so I'm going to be honest. I didn't let's, watch let's all start that. With last, let's start with last week when they had the comeback because, you know, they did shit in the first half because it was 33 nothing. So, basically, these stats are 90% the third and fourth quarter. Kirk Cousins yeah, wound up Indian. with 400, 460 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, and his ranking was 99.3. That was a, that was a clear that was stat a home, pad. That was a home game. That, that, that was stat pad. We all know Indian, Indianapolis was playing prevent, so they were taking a lot right. of underneath shit. All right, go ahead. Next game. The, at Detroit, he wound up throwing for 425 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions, and his rating was 124.5. Uh, the Jets game. And they lost that game. And they lost that game. Yep. 173 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and his rating was only 82.2. Let's focus on that game real quick. Just real quick. See, that's that, that's the number Billy Bob is targeting under 200. That's, the Jets had them. 
Jets fucked that up. It wasn't really they let Kirk Cousins win. The Jets had the Vikings and could not overcome that. So Billy Bob is onto something with that that number two hundred. If we could do what the Jets did, continue on, continue on. Right. Uh, versus New England, he threw for 299 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and his rating was 116.1. Okay. Then the week before that, they played Dallas at home. They got killed. Yeah, yards. Killed. Yep, 105 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, and his rating was down to 64.6. Another, another bad were, home game. Yep. Yep. Then at Buffalo, he threw for 357 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, and his rating was 71.8. Yeah, he had a great so, game, and the rating doesn't reflect that. But, yeah, it is what it is, yeah. So, yeah, they play better away than they do at home. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, at Washington, All right. let's start with. October 9th, they were home against Chicago. 296 yards, one touchdown, one interception, and his rating was 94.7. Two weeks later, they're home versus Arizona. 232 yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. His rating was 103. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he's on to something with that under 250 yards. I really do. Great, great. Thank you for that. Now, Billy Bob, you heard Lady Blue read off the home stats for Kirk Cousins. Maybe you're on to something, bro. If anything else you'd like to add on what Lady Blue just said and then any additional thoughts, and then we'll jump into the picks uh, and we can knock out uh, the uh, the pickums after that. All right. I think there were three letdown games that I just want to call out. I think it's the two Dallas game to me, and that one that really let me down was the Seattle game because it was just that's that's what really hurt me the most. But back to Kirk Cousins, I, I I felt like if the Giants can do, see this is what I'm trying to say, if the Giants can do what we did to Washington, if we take the lead, that's where I think we want Kirk Cousins to pad his stats like to make comebacks because I think he can easily make mistakes. But if he happens to jump out. That's that front running stuff that I'm talking about. So that's why I say I really want. That's why I say I really wanted to try to make a one dimensional. So if we have the lead, you know he got to throw the ball. So if he has to throw the ball, that could play into our favor. But this is where it gets tricky. Like you said, if we play man, you know what I actually think we should play man because that leads that way we can actually put home feeling because if we let if we just if we just if we just play zone I think that's what feeling might like break us down because I think he's a he's a wide receiver that loves zones that can really open up his zones like he just he won the wide receiver that know how to exploit zones so that's why I'm, that's why that's why I'm to the point where I'm like Kirk Cousins could be licking his chops and like this is a game he think that he probably could get off on because we kind of like suspect in our DBs that's why but I what I really like he can play man and you have homes Playing, playing, feeling because if we have home playing the zone, I don't think uh, Holmes is a good zone defender. He's a very good man defender, and I think I don't know what year he almost—I don't know if it was last, not last year, but the year before last year when he was almost coming up, up, up like starting to show some progress. But at home, he's been showing that he could play man. If you just desire him to say, "Hey, man, guard this, guard this slot receiver and stay on him." 
he might have got beat a couple of times, but Holmes can show some some good man coverage, and that's what we probably want to stay at. I think that's where the Giants should go back to playing man, and that way he can line up on feeling, and hopefully we can play a man on top of Jefferson. I mean, the safety on top of Jefferson, and then hopefully we can contain the linebackers with Collins. But that's my thing. But we really want to make Kirk Cousins have to play from behind. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. might be a good thing, but he could if we let Kirk Cousins front run us. That could be bad. But also at the same time, let's not forget they can run screens, and like that's one way they can negate right. our front four is running screens. And like you said, uh, Cook he runs with authority. There's some running backs yeah. in this league that run with authority. Like I can even yeah, mention the, the, the running back from uh, Green Bay. Those are uh, Aaron, Aaron Jones. They run with authority. Like you said, he would slit tackles. And you looking like, how did he just, like, no, these are running backs that love to see defenders like like us. We just want to get to the point where we're not sending blitz, but we're sending our front four to go do the job. And if we can do the same mm-hmm. thing like we did to Washington, that's what you really want. But if we got to mm-hmm. send, like, you don't feel they're gonna make tackles. We can eat because that's how Cook broke his tackle off the screen. So that's what you. That's how you negate some of that. Pain. And that's what Dallas did to us the first time around. Negating our front four with the, with the bubble screens. You can't get to the quarterback. And that's why I think Kirk Cousins is licking his chops. That's why like they have to get like this. Oh, we just have to get at Kirk Cousins. Like like I said, if he hit that two hundred, if he hit that two fifty and up. Kirk Cousins is going to show his ass and, and make it look like it ain't because he already got it in his mind. He already got it in his mind where he can just sit there and say, if anything goes wrong, I can just throw it to Jefferson, even if he's being like he's in that Buffalo game. Even if he's being double teamed, I can just throw it to him, no matter what. So yeah. we have to figure that out. But like you said, if we're in the zone, I think Thielen will show his ass off too because he's a wide receiver that probably would eat the zone up. And that's what you don't want. So it's like, we got to pick and choose what we really want, what what they really, what we really trying to do. Hopefully, our foot four could hold up, but I'd rather have them play for behind than us playing. I mean, us, I'd rather have uh, Vikings playing for behind than us having the lead and they run the ball down our throat. So that's my whole thing. I agree. I, I totally agree with everything you said. I, I totally agree. We we have to play with the lead. The Giants offensively are not a comeback team. And the Vikings are an air-it-out team, so it plays to their advantage if they're actually down. Uh, so, yeah, I, and it's going to be interesting as far as they play. They're playing for a, a two-seed. They had a big emotional win, and they're trying to get a number two-seed, trying to fight off the Niners. Um, I, you know, it, it, I think that does definitely make a difference. And, and then as far as the screen, one more point, and then I'll get to the, we'll get to the picks. The uh, screen, that's where the blitz will burn us. Against Dalvin Cook, like that's why I kind of worry. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't mind sending the front four. You know, you still got to stay in your lanes. Like Thibodeau, you could be overzealous with his lane discipline, and and Calvin, Dalvin Cook will run right around him and split the, the 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 left tackle and get to that next level. Like poof, like quick. So um, yeah, I, I think you're gonna have to wrap. Of course, you're gonna have to tackle well. I, I I'm actually confident in the front four of the Giants. Because we're all there now healthy. And, 
but if they're going to go, if Wink Martindale goes with this blitz shit, whew, more often than not, I don't think that's going to work out for us. The Justin Jefferson situation, we're going to have to double team. I don't, I don't know if this one, one-on-one. No, no, no. You're going to have to shade a, a corner. I mean, I mean, a safety over there. You're going to have to just pray because the other guys are going to have open opportunities. Hawkinson, uh, 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 KJ Osborne, Adam Thielen. And last point, and nobody brought this up. We'll get to the picks. I mean, this is actually set up for a Giants, you know, indoors. You don't have to worry about wind conditions. It's very, very cold in the in the country right now. You don't have to worry about wind swirling and snow. Graham Gano, you know, you never know. This shit could set up a 55-yarder to either tie the game, take the lead, whatever. So, this advantage Giants special teams. Let's get to the picks. Jaguars at Jets Thursday night football. Commanders at Niners. Eagles at Cowboys. Giants at Vikings. Current standings, I'll get the the pick from everybody else who didn't make the show. Uh, I'm a, I have 83 confidence points. Carl has 65. Lady Blue has 53. Chris has 52. Sean has 50. That's our leaderboard. One more time for the picks, and we'll get to it. Uh, Jaguars at Jets. Commanders at Niners. Giants at I'm not, yeah, that's it. yeah. Giants at Vikings. Eagles at Cowboys. Lady Blue, you could kick it. Give me like two seconds. Give me two seconds. I have the music ready. All right, now you can read it off, Lady Blue. Give us your picks. Jets at a two. Niners at a four. Eagles at a three. Giants at a one. Uh, who who has a four? Niners, you said. Uh, yes, 49ers with okay, the four. Got I got it. Now I got it. All right, cool. Let's go, Ray. Get his thoughts. Ray, your your picks. Um, Eagles four, Niners three, um, Giants two, and um, what's the other game? I'm sorry, um, Steve. Jaguars, Jaguars, and uh, the Jets. Your second team in New York. Jets, Jets one, Jets one, y'all. Yep. Hey Ray, don't don't front like you don't got that Joe Namath jersey on right now as you're on this nah, call. You know. <laughs> All right, cool. Billy Bob, you got your picks, man. Yeah, I got Jacksonville out of four, Niners out of three, Dallas out of two, and the Giants out of one. Yeah, Giants out of one. All right. I have San Fran at a four, Jacksonville at a three. I think Jacksonville wins tonight. I have Dallas at a two, Jalen Hurts not playing, Dallas at a two, and Minnesota at a one. They say that now. If it changes, I still have Dallas and Minnesota at a one. So those are the picks. I'll get everybody else's picks like, you know, Bakes and Carl and Chris and Kristen. All of them. We'll get their picks later. So I get final thoughts. I, I thought this was a fantastic dialogue lady blue ray and billy baba uh like i said there will be no post game on saturday sorry ladies and gentlemen this is actually the last episode of the year and thank you for uh, another year with the bleed blue show here on the big blue round table but lady blue no post game we'll pick up operations uh next week uh versus the colts preview uh i think no 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 we won't Maybe we'll be on for a post game. I don't know. I have to talk with Chris on that. We'll, we'll get back. But Lady Boo, final thoughts and everything you want to shout out, and then we'll go to uh, Ray and then Billy Bob and wrap up. Final thoughts is just let we need to have a good, clean game and everyone stay healthy. If we minimize the mistakes, we definitely have a chance. But no matter what, we're all here to bleed blue. 
Merry Christmas, everybody, and I hope everyone enjoys. Merry Christmas, Lady Blue. Shout out to Lady Blue. Hey, Ray, final thoughts from you, sir. It's good to hear your voice, man, and uh, and, and your final thoughts. Anything you'd like to shout out, uh, and then we'll go to Billy Bob, same thing. Well, first of all, I just want to say happy holidays to all of you, my Bleed Blue fam. Um, I hope everybody has a great holidays. And all I got to say is, man, let's get this win, man. Giants, man, they go out there, they do the right things, man. We might be able to pull this off. And that's all I got, man. God bless everybody. Have great holidays. That's all I got to say. Bleed Blue. Bleed Blue. Happy holidays to you, Rayson. And I hope to see you again on Twitter, man. You used to have some fantastic tweets. Maybe you are on Twitter and I can't see your tweets or whatever. Maybe the shadow band. Hey, Lady Blue, shout out to you on Twitter. I think I saw your Christmas ornaments on there, too, man. Fantastic shit. Man, Mario keeps threatening that he's going to bring home a cat to attack the tree if I bring any more <laughs> But before we go on to anyone else, I just wanted to shout out our love and our thoughts and prayers are with Chris, Doris, and the whole family. I know they're going through a lot, like you said, and I just I, I hope that they can find it in, you know, to still have uh, happy holidays, even though their hearts are broken. Yeah, definitely. And shout outs to Chris and Doris and the Meyer family. Thank you very much for that, uh, Lady Blue, for that. Billy Bob, uh, final thoughts, man. You haven't really been in your feelings this season, so I, I think that's something to celebrate for, right, bro? And <laughs> your final thoughts, man. We got to definitely, uh, like we did last year when we was at that Miami game, it's always good to have watching that game from a Billy Bob's perspective, man. We got to do that in the future again, Billy Bob. Yes, we do. And let me say happy holidays to everybody. And then a happy new year coming in. Uh, yeah, and shout out to Chris, too, for real. Heads up, tell him to keep his head up. We all praying because, you know, I always ask God, keep family and friends safe and continue on to keep doing that. So we praying with Chris, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, one thing I could say is uh, Daniel Jones, that contract is still on the table, bro. This is your time to exploit them, show us what you got. I believe these games, he still got to show us what he got. I know we didn't even mention Daniel Jones today. I don't know if y'all did, but, uh, yeah. Now, y'all crucified him all last week, man. Y'all crucified him, man. Y'all, yeah, I y'all, know. Y'all, y'all, I y'all know nailed him. Say, to the cross, I know. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but we can all still say they're going to ask me with Billy Bob smoking. We still smoking the opportunity, bro. Yeah. That's what yeah. Daniel Jones need to be understanding. Yeah, we still doing that there. So, yeah, man, like I said, happy holidays to everybody, for real. And tell Chris to keep his head up, man, whatever it is, bro, we praying, though. And man, hey, we do. I don't know what's the next game. I don't know when Billy this Bob. next game is coming down this way. But, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, pass that opportunity, what you're smoking on, pass that shit to Wade Martindale. Because this is an opportunity for that defense to shine against that offensive line versus the Vikings. Pass that shit. Pass what you're smoking to Wade Martindale. How about that? Well, I hope he. Hey, listen, oh, man. It, but he's like, hey, hey. Honestly, Chris, he's still playing with one hand behind the back because you yeah. know he lost half of his secondary, dog. But yeah, he still need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He need to find somebody. He need to find somebody in that room, that secondary. Like, listen, we need you to step up. You to step up, man. Moreau, he need. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he's dealing with. I don't know what can. What I mean, he probably just. Like they say, we're marketing their love to bliss. He's going to throw the whole kitchen sink at this boy. 
Mm-hmm. We Martin Bell do something. You got to do something. Right. Absolutely. Shout out to Billy Bob, man. Thank you very much. He's got to do something. And we, we, we made it to an hour. Lady Blu-ray and, and myself and Billy Bob. Uh, you know, this Apple, uh, Apple Podcast and uh, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podcast uh, Republic, uh, streaming devices to listen to the, all of our episodes, not just the football, but all the sport, other sports. And shout out to the, the guys and the gals on the other platforms who contribute to the Bleed Blue Show. And, and, and listen, last episode of the year went out with, with a bang. Uh, no post game versus the uh, Vikings, and we'll catch up. I think post game versus the Colts, if I'm not mistaken. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your holidays. And we'll be back. And if listen, let's let's pray the Giants don't do any stupid shit. We do not need Lady Blue going off right before <laughs> the holiday. We we do not need to be seeing yeah, rants on Twitter that. and Giant fans. Yeah, we don't need that those kind of problems, man. We do not. <laughs> yeah. I drink enough during a Giants game. I don't need to drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, we are, man. Please, we talk about man. Please, Can you please. dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it?